And so basically, Tony and I aren't friends anymore. I'm not asking you to choose sides. I know you all have your own relationships with her. Good luck with that. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you invite her somewhere, don't invite me. And if it's a difficult choice to make, then choose her. I'm okay. Damn. Wow. Look, I'm just gonna say it because I know everyone else is thinking it, right? You know, you cut Tony off, you, you dump Sean, you kick Lynn out of your house all without blinking. Who's next, Jenna, huh? Me or William? Because if it's me, you just go on ahead, tell me now, we'll embrace for it. I'm not even gonna dignify that with an answer. Oh, hell y'all, you know what that means? It's me. <laughs> Welcome to Oh Hell Yes, a Girlfriend's podcast where we review each and every episode of this wonderful television show, Girlfriends. Whoop That's right, guys. Uh, today we're going to be covering season two, episode five, titled Buh Bye. <laughs> what? What's so mm-mm-mm about this? Buh I loved it. Bye. This is a good episode. This is one of my faves. This isn't my fave, but it's one of my faves. Uh, I actually... Oh, by the way, guys, I'm Nettie. And I'm Etsy. You know, sometimes we get... I get... We get so excited to talk about this shit that we forget to say our names for the people that are new. But, you know, it's a formality. But anyway, like I was saying, when I was younger, you know how, like, you, you had, well, VHSs and you record off the TV? <gasps> That's what I did. <laughs> I recorded... Oh I used to have like a summer job and I don't know why it used to come on in the morning. So I, I would miss it. So I would like set the timer before work and um, yeah, I would watch, I would have it. And then I would come home and watch whatever episodes they aired that day when it was in syndication, you know, cause I started watching it late. I started watching it in like freshman year in college. I wasn't on it early. So this was one of the episodes that stuck with me. And I was like, whoa, whoa, this shit, it, it hits, it hits, you know, it ain't super, super dramatic, but it hits and it, it the pacing as well, too. Oh, yeah. And so, I like that how they like focus on Lynn, too. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And Got they kind of bring some stuff full circle as well. Shout out to Regina Hicks, who wrote this. Shout out to you. You did your thing. You put your foot in it. Um, original air date of this episode is October 8th, 2001. And I don't think we have any current events. Any current events? Um, nah, nothing. Y'all been chilling yeah. these days. Y'all been getting ready for Hot Girl Summer. I see you. Yeah, getting ready for Hot Girl Summer, getting ready for White Boy Summer. If that's still happening, I don't know if that's still happening. <laughs> Apparently it's up in the air now. <laughs> oh, my man, my man. But uh, if it's still going on, you know. I've dated a white guy before. It's just been years. It's been at least 10 years since I've been down that route, you know, because a lot of stuff's been going on in the world. <laughs> Can't be, you gotta stay away from the white sometimes. I don't know. No matter how wiggerish they are, you just don't know. They'll snap on you in a second. Oh, man, the wigger. You find out they got a MAGA past or a MAGA parent or something, it's always something. Or you, you see photos of them in front of a Confederate flag when they was younger, child. Yeah, or at like some kind of Confederate museum or some shit. <laughs> or they got a, they got a racist pop-pop or something. With like Southern, Southern people. Is that well, yeah, that's, that's, I've only dated Southern, well, guys in red states. 
That's all I lived in growing up. I didn't grow up in a in a blue state. I grew up in a red state. Lord, fix it, Jesus. I didn't. I didn't. I ain't lived in a blue state <laughs> until I came here in my adult years, <laughs> uh, which I was super excited about. I'm like, oh my god! And then you found out there ain't shit up here either. Sure. I'm like, yeah, it's a different kind of racism up here. So <laughs> I kind of played myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> but anyway. I want to get into this cold open, and uh, we start out in this well-converted garage that Lynn and Vasco have created, and they've, you know, I can't even hate on what they did. You can barely tell it's a garage, like... Oh, they spruced it up, definitely. They got a bathroom and shit? In the previous episodes, if I had never known those previous episodes, I would think it's just a bedroom that they're in. Mm -hmm. I would not even think so. So good, good, good job, y'all. Good job. But they're uh, they're kind of fighting because Lynn's getting ready for work, and Vasco isn't getting up to do anything. He's just sleeping. He don't got no motivation and no job. But it's <laughs> he's talking about his jet lag. Which, to be fair, I mean, when I went to Asia and I came back, that jet lag was a motherfucker. Though I'm not gonna hold you. Had me like for two, three weeks. Well, first off, that's another scene. But second off, that's that's Asia. Like, this dude was in Jamaica. Fuck that noise. Like, what's what's it? What's the fucking? What is it? Hold on, let me let me look this shit up. <laughs> it's like four hour flight. Oh, you mean the time difference? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's three hours. It would be three hours difference. Mm. Damn. So it's not a big deal <laughs> after two weeks. <laughs> Yeah, it's not a big deal. He he's tr- he's trying to come up with all kinds of excuses. So whatever. Um, My bad, Roscoe. I tried. Vasco. Vasco. Why do you keep no? We do a podcast about this show. You keep, keep calling people the wrong names. <gasps> Vasco. You know what I keep thinking about? Y'all remember what? that that character in Martin, the little boy? He played. Wasn't his name Roscoe? Oh, I've seen Martin. Yeah, Martin. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Little snot-nosed boy. That's what I keep thinking about. My bad. I don't know anybody who oh, named Vasco. Okay. The one that Martin plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've seen that. Okay. But this is obviously not Bosco. It's V-V, like Dr. Vink with a V-V. It's Vasco with a V-V. Vasco, not Roscoe. Yep. I got you. It's not Roscoe or Bosco. <laughs> it's V-V Vasco. But he hasn't gotten anything, any job prospects because he still has some sightseeing to do. He said he still has to see Bel Air and Brentwood. And he also found out that Lucille Ball and Jack Benny have lived next door to each other for the past 32 years. Those are those are old white actors, so I'm not familiar with them. I mean, I know Lucille Ball, but Jack Benny, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, I, don't I don't know who that, know that is. Shout out to I Love Lucy. Gang, gang. <laughs> shout, shout, out to, shout out to her. Um... Lynn's like, well, you know how they were able to afford to live in such a nice neighborhood? They had jobs. <laughs> get one. Okay. And then she leaves to go to work and we get our theme song, but it's interesting. My, my, how the tables have turned. Mm-hmm. My, my. I'm like, Lynn. Well, to be fair with Lynn, Lynn was going to school and, and like, volunteering and shit and doing all that other shit, even though she didn't technically have a job. Volunteering don't bring in no money. Um, going to school, it seemed like sometimes she would go to school to not have to go to work. Oh yeah. I mean, I guess that's better than sitting at home and doing nothing with your life. But we got, we need, we need, we got bills. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? Like 
what's her name? Um, Joan and all them enabled her. And Joan was like, I'll pay for this. You can stay here. They wasn't supposed to be doing all that. Oh, yes. But now they live in by themselves in a garage. No, we need you to do something. Bring in something. Mm-hmm. Mm. Come on now. But what's next? So the girls are at home. Oh, they're waiting for Joan to get back from the airport. What's, what's going on here? Yeah, they're waiting for Joan to get back to the airport. Tony has gathered up all the gals. And they. she says that she's going to need her emotional support because her and Sean just broke up. And Maya and Lynn, they're both ready to go because they're like, okay, well, she has you and she spoke to Joan and Joan doesn't seem all, you know, heartbroken about it. So we got to go. And apparently yeah. Maya got to get home because of what did she tell Darnell? Listen, this this part, I feel so bad for this girl. She told Darnell that she went to the grocery store. As tell us, instead of t- saying the truth and saying, hey, I'm going to Jones for a minute. She lied and said she was at the grocery store. So when Joan comes in, she asked Joan if she got some bananas. And so, well, they already got chocolate there. So she wants to bring it home. So Darnell thinks that she actually went to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. She got to go through all this shit. I'm telling you. I'm like, girl, if you don't just tell him, is it that serious? Because he don't like that she hangs out with those girls. So now she's saying, now she got to lie. I mean, That's what she feels. For me, it's like, okay, um, are they like drug dealers? Like, what is this fucking problem? Number one. And number guys two. guys don't have to have a problem like that. That's what I'm saying. And number It don't got to be that serious Number two, Joan... Joan is her boss, so I'm not understanding why you think that she's just going to stop talking to her and cut her off on some dumbass shit, fuck around and get fired. Like, girl. Oh, true that. Keep it cute and maintain your professional connections. That's what I say. Which, they're actually real friends, so apart from that, like, that's your friend friend. But yeah, nigga, you ain't fucking up my money. Hmm. And also, she could have said something better than, uh, I'm going to the grocery store to say, but like, oh yeah, me and, uh, me and Joan, uh, she has some files that I need and I'm going to go pick them up from her house, you know, before work so we can talk about them. And I don't know. I'm sure they talk about files. Something. And by the way, you know, whatever. Darnell will believe it anyway. So he he ain't the smartest tool in the shed, I'm sure. I mean, we forget about him kissing bitches in the airport. So the fuck? Oh, right, right, right. Well, apparently, Joan said she was feeding him strawberries in the airport. <laughs> Yes. that's what she that's saw the part she who knows what happened behind the scenes but that's what she saw uh, but Tony's trying to like get everyone uh, rounded up to like be there for Joan but Joan uh, Joan didn't sound that that sad on the phone but then Joan walks in and she's like oh what's everyone doing here and everyone's kind of like well Maya and Lynn are like hey hi how's it going and um that's when Tony explains why they're there. And Joan's like, wait, no, me and Sean didn't break up. It was a mutual agreed on hiatus. And Tony doesn't believe her. Mm-hmm. She got her a Sade CD and some chocolate so they can sulk about it. And Maya and Lynn decide to leave. Well, before they leave and before Joan gets there, Tony says... Oh, um, you guys are leaving? Well, I see who Joan's real friends are. Mm-hmm. And Maya says, yeah, it's the ones who uh, didn't try to sleep with their boyfriend. Okay. Tony be acting like she better than everybody, but she's the one with the most problems around here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
but even though Joan's saying that she doesn't, um, that she's not sad, she kind of gives in a little bit and says, okay, cool. So when Maya and Lynn leave, Tony's like, oh, um, all right, they're gone. You can fall apart now. And she's like, Tony, I'm fine. <laughs> Who says she didn't cry on the plane? True. Maybe she doesn't need to sit around and cry. Maybe she did all that on the plane. Maybe she did all that in the hotel in New York. True. You think you're going to come home to silence and some peace and somebody reminds you of your damn problems when you get in your front door. And honestly, is Sean had anything to even cry about? This nigga is a sex addict. You've only been fucking with him for like six months, girl. There was not a lot of time invested. I think you'll be okay. Like, Yeah, you don't know people's hearts, though. Maybe she thought that was going to be her man forever. <laughs> you don't know what she was thinking in her head. That's, that's how you would react, but, you know, everybody's different. <laughs> But she's expecting uh, Joan to fall apart. She doesn't. And Tony's saying, like, come on, it's me. It's your best friend. I was there for you dumping after dumping. And she's like, okay, now I'm starting to feel bad. (laughs) And then Tony pulls her close for a hug. And that's the end of the scene. Mm. And then we see an establishing shot of a house. Now, we've never really seen this house. I'm assuming it's Maya's house. Maya's mom's house, excuse me. And it's the garage. Mm-hmm. So I guess they couldn't show a garage, so they decided to show the house that the garage is attached to. It's really weird. <laughs> Bosco's in there by himself before Lynn arrives and got some candles and flowers. He's playing some reggae music. I think if it was real life, he'd have like some, um, what's some sexy reggae? Like some, uh, um, I'm some Wayne Wonders. With you, boy. Put that on a loop. I've listened to that song on a loop before. When it first came out, I used to just run it. That's a good fucking song. That is a really good song. And it has aged very well. Like, even to this day. But Lynn comes in, and she's like, oh my god, Vasco, this is so romantic. You made dinner? He's like, no, you brought dinner, I hope. And she's like, Oh, yeah, yeah, true. And she pulls out the food that they give her at the restaurant for free. Dang, she got to share her hardworking food. Like She worked for that meal, Shell. Yeah, she worked for it. So some other dude that ain't doing shit with his life gets to eat half of that shit? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Stuff like that makes me mad. Mm-hmm. It really... <laughs> she gives him the food, and he says one of his famous lines, I feel bad. You know, I feel bad. Don't. I get that bait for free. I feel bad. <laughs> but his accent's a little a little watered down a little bit. A little watered down. You know, he been in America a little bit, so. Oh, okay, yeah, true, true. But he ain't really been out nowhere. He just been <laughs> hanging around her. How he gonna get cultured and get a new... <laughs> have an accent rub off on him if he ain't in nowhere. <sighs> Where he does go out sightseeing, that's right. But still, they should have just hired a, a Jamaican actor. I'm still, I'm still on that, because they exist. That's TV land for you. But he actually says, you know, I feel bad because, you know, Lynn's going to work every day. She's coming home. He's not doing shit. And he feels like he's not holding up his end of the bargain. And Lynn is upset about it. And he sees it. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm not lazy. I've just been trying to shake off my jet lag. And she's like, for four weeks. Mm. He's like, well, it's the first time out my time zone. Not, not true. Not a real thing. I mean, he could have been, but still. Not for no month. Maybe a week. Three hours? Nah, you, you'll be fine. Um, the weird thing about the weird thing about this scene, the whole episode actually, have you did you realize that the laugh tracks seem kinda light? 
Did they seem light to you? Yeah, it, was, it didn't seem as heavy. Like, ha, ha, it was more like a, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you know, like laugh track, <laughs> like diet. Yeah, it was weird because when I recorded this off the TV on VHS many, many years ago, the laugh tracks were heavy. But then when I bought the DVD, <laughs> I played these episodes and the laugh track was light like this. Mm-hmm. And on Netflix. I don't know if they took half of it out or what happened, but it kind of makes it seem like it's not funny when you take the laugh track out. You don't understand if it's a joke Mm. or not. But it is a funny scene. These are funny scenes. Mm -hmm. Don't get it twisted. Some of these are funny. I feel like laugh tracks are kind of like, they kind of remind me of a certain era. So they probably took it out because it kind of ages it a little bit. Like laugh tracks that are super, super heavy. I don't know. I don't feel like I'd be seeing a lot of shows. Well, that I'm interested in to have laugh tracks. Like the That's Office. That's probably, probably the ones you're interested in. Because I do watch... The only sitcom that I watch currently, which I'm still kind of backed up on, is Last Man Standing. And they have laugh tracks that are pretty is, regular. Is that the one with... Um, Tim Allen? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't watch that. But yeah, shout out to Tim Allen. No, nah, it's, not, it's not up your alley. It's, <laughs> it's not... <laughs> I'm probably the only black person on earth who watches it, <laughs> to be honest. It's really white. Um, so Vasco says, look, I, I promise I'm going to get a job and I'm going to pound the pavement tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he says it. Pound the pavement. No. And uh, he has a newspaper with, uh, I guess he's going to look in the classifieds. But he just puts it on the table and Lynn's like, is there an ETA of when you may be opening up that paper? And Mm. he uh, shyly smiles and says, I'm smiling because I know it's coming from a loving place. Mm. Baby, you're going to have to get yourself a job. Low-key hostile. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I absolutely love the next scene where William and Joan are playing Bop It. Hey, nostalgia. I used to have one. They have the, the more advanced one, though. I only had the one with the Bop It, Spin It. No, Bop It, Turn It, and Pull It. But they got to flick it. That's a whole nother level right there. <laughs> That's what a rich Did folks. you have a bop it? I did have a bop it. Which one did you have? I had the regular one. My mama said I don't need all them extra all them extra bells and whistles. Yeah, I can't after three, it's hard. I can't I can't do four. Some of them have four or five choices. I can't. Mm-mm. Nah. Three is good enough. I actually beat the game. I beat the bop it. There's a thing? Like that exists? Yeah. To beat it? Yeah. If you go a hundred if you go through a hundred changes without messing up you win and it like does a sound effect with applause it's pretty dope confetti falls from your ceiling nah that don't happen but the but the sound effect with the applause uh yeah it happens oh shit it's pretty cool and if you don't believe me go ahead and beat bop it (laughs) but yeah they're in the office playing bop it and joan passes it to william and he messes up immediately Mm -mm -mm. like bitch you wasn't watching me when i did it what you thinking about? When you play Bop It, you got to have your mind clear. Exactly. Your whole life at that moment is Bop It. It's like Simon says. Yeah. Talking about Joan got hand-eye coordination that he don't got. It ain't about that. Okay. You got a brain. Yeah, he got a point, though. Because this is some shit where if you take too long, it's going to be like, bing, bing. Yeah, it's like, ah, ah, some shit. Yeah. Like it happens in this scene when uh, Swiddleson comes in. Swedelson walks in, and he's like, hey, Dent, Clayton, I know I heard that gangster rock. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that guy. I don't like him. Oh, 
they do a really I don't think good he has job. any redeeming qualities ever in this series. He's always that guy. I feel like they they do a really good job of portraying a lot of these um these <laughs> these white tone deaf bosses. Mm-hmm. Like it's so funny. He plays the character very well. Um, actor Phil Reeves, you did your thing, man, because I really didn't like you. <laughs> Gangster Rock. I always felt know. like you were just being racist all the time, low key. Oh, yeah, with the microaggressions and shit. Yeah. yeah. And Jones like, no, it's just a game. He tells him to get back to work because, you know, can't be playing games on company time. Mm. Sounds like Massa. Yeah. William says that he confiscated that game from those layabouts and mergers. So now he's going to go check. Uh, he heard that there's a Magic 8 ball floating around. He's going to go confiscate that as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, Swedelson's about to leave. And uh, what kind of conversation does uh, Joan have with Swedelson? What happens next? Joan asks Swedelson, what type of fucking <laughs> tongue twister name is this? Swedelson? Skittles? Swiddles? It's white. Twizzlers? <laughs> Ask Swedelson about his working relationship with Tony. Did you see any good properties? Oh, right. Uh, Tony, uh, well, I like her. She's good. Real looker. But I've decided not to get a house. I'm going to get a divorce instead and add on to what I've got. Just kidding. (laughs) What's the point of adding on when she might end up with the whole house? (laughs) Oh, well, um... Well, Tony's going to be disappointed. I know she was really counting on the sale. Right. Well, that's why I want you to tell her for me. Uh, I just hate saying no to a beautiful woman. Uh. <laughs> and then Sweetelson goes, yeah, and um, it's heard about your breakup with Sean. It's probably best, you know, because he was a sex addict and all. <laughs> and he says, he, he puts the dagger in even further and says, ah, no wonder you always look so tired. Mm. Sweetelson, Sweetelson, Sweetelson. Yo, white people don't know any kind of etiquette. I'll tell you what. Let me stop. <laughs> nah! They be okay. trying to sneak this and throw shade all the motherfucking time. Even if, okay, Tony told you this, you're just going to be like, hey, Joan, guess what your friend told me? <laughs> like, bitch, you didn't know that was on the low? You couldn't tell that was on the low? He could have just kept that shit to himself. Like, I'm not. He don't, that's the thing. They don't know etiquette. <laughs> that shit crazy so jo- he runs off laughing he walks out laughing and everything Joan looks mad embarrassed and upset and she's just in her office by herself she's breathing she's trying to calm down she's she's doing the woosahs you know mm-hmm. and William comes in and says Joan they got Krispy Kremes down in Human Resources mm-hmm. he wants her to come down and get some Krispy Kremes and I like them Krispy Kremes. And I know they love those Krispy Kremes. Those are fattening. This is a bunch of, this is a load of fat. I don't know. I'm not a big Krispy Kreme fan. (laughs) He sees her face and he's like, are you okay? And she's like, I don't think I am. And he's like, boo, do you want to talk about it? She's like, I don't think I can. Mm. And he's like, (laughs) he pulls out the Magic 8 Ball. He shakes it. He's like, are you sure? Because Magic 8 Ball says try again. (laughs) And that's the that's the end of the scene. And now all the girls are at Joan's house except for Tony. Mm. And it's kind of like the episode at the beginning. Or it's kind of like the scene at the beginning when everybody was at the house. But it was reversed. Joan wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And Maya and Lynn are doing laundry. 
well, Lin's folding her clothes and Maya's folding Lin's clothes as well. Because we find out in this scene that Vasco is not circumcised. Yeah. Like we needed to know. Was that they did not know what to put in the scene, so they're like, hey, let's put a joke about circumcision in Jamaica. In this, uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, we didn't even know that, number one. I, th- I guess I thought it, w- it would be funny because Maya was folding somebody's underwear or His some underwear. shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, detergent don't clear all that out if there yeah. was anything. You know, they got, um, they got detergent to kill viruses, too. You got that in your crib? I got that now. The Lysol. I just been using my Tide Pods. Um, I'll look into it, though. Yeah, shout out to them for that. What, what brand is it? It's Lysol. Oh, Lysol got got a brand that washes clothes now? They have that already? They got that. Oh, that sh- is that new? They wash the clothes. Um, now it, it kills the viruses. I don't know if it's new because I never fuck with Lysol. I always fuck with Tide. But I just did yeah, laundry. Too. And I use Tide and Lysol. Lysol talking about they kill viruses like, like the spray and the wipes. Okay, because you said you use Tide and the Lysol. So I'm like, do you mix and match? Like- nah, so I'll put the Tide and, and then I'll pour in some, some of the Lysol. You know, for some razzle-dazzle. Okay. <laughs> you know, you got to throw a little razzle dazzle on that joint. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, Joan's allowing Lynn to do her and her and Bosco's laundry at her house. That's generous of her. That's very generous of her. But, you know, she's been a generous person. The generous queen. Yeah, and plus, where is she going to wash her clothes? In the garage? Like She's going to have to go to the laundry, man, and spend some money. Oh, yeah, she could do that, too. Yeah, Joan's trying to, trying to make sure she's saving money because she lives in a garage. And she only works, like, two hours per shift, too. So, <laughs> Which doesn't sound like a real job, I'll, but uh, whatever. That's what I'm saying. I'm wondering how much she um she pays Maya's mom a month. $100? It has to be something like that. Wait, two hours per shift? At, like, let's say she's making... Well, she has to make good tips. <sighs> That's the only way that she can bring in something, you know, growing up, you know? She ain't making more than, like, $40, $50 a day. $40, maybe. Yeah, I'm like, that might be a little high. Maybe. (laughs) Depending on the restaurant. Is it fancy? We don't know. Well, with the the tips, Lynn's chatty, so maybe she's she's charming people. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But Lynn's having a little moment because she's beside herself. She's she's stressed out about this whole thing with Vasco. It's everything. I mean, it's hard enough trying to take care of myself, and now I have to take care of someone else, too. I know he's trying. He says he's trying, and I'm trying to hold on to that. She can't do it. He ain't got a job. <laughs> nope. He ain't got he's a job. It's been four weeks. How much? There ain't even that much shit to see in L.A. To be There's out here for fucking four weeks sightseeing. You could clear that out in a week. You Tops. Nigga. Yeah. Defo. And everyone's silent after she says her little plot proclamation. And she looks over at Joan. She's like, Joan, are you going to say anything to, to maybe feel better? And Joan's like, um, I'm sorry. I'm just sitting here reveling in the irony. By the way, we didn't mention Joan's sitting in the scene. She's stoic. She's, she's, standing, she's sitting in the same spot, not really engaging in any conversation. She's pensive, right? Um. I don't know what that means, but yeah, I'm going to trust you on she's, that. She's thinking. She's she's not there. She's in her head. She's yeah. thinking. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's her whole thing, this whole scene when they're talking about circumcisions and everything. She's literally just like a statue. She's still thinking about what happened earlier that day. Mm-hmm. 
And Tony walks in the house and she announces that what? She done got fired from her job, y'all. She ain't got no job. Damn. And you know, we just heard she didn't get that house with Sweetelson for Sweetelson. So that's probably was the last straw mm-hmm. as to why they fired her. Mm-hmm. Maya and Len are like, oh my God. And Joan's just sitting there just staring, <laughs> not saying a word. She like, oh, okay, chill. <sighs> But it's interesting to see when you don't know what's about to happen that Joan is just sitting there not speaking, not saying anything. She's kind of just looking ahead and looking around her. She's not even moving her hands. Mm -hmm. Um, But everyone's just kind of like, oh, my God, you got fired. And she's like, no, it's cool. It's cool, you know. Tony Childs can walk into any real estate office and get a job like that, okay? People have been trying to lure Tony Childs for years. (laughs) I mean, not every real estate agent can claim they specialize in results like Tony Giles. <laughs> so don't feel sorry for Tony Giles. She keeps so don't feel bad for Tony Giles. She keeps on referring to herself in the third person. It's kind of weird. You know what? It's like, you just lost your job. You don't even deserve to refer to yourself in the third person <laughs> right now. Until you get your title up. Don't be talking to about yourself in third person. It's pathetic right now. Very awkward. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And so, um... She's trying to, like, act like it don't bother her that she got fired. But Maya and Lynn are like, this is bad. If you need anything, let us know. We're going to leave. So they head on out. They tell her to keep her head up. She's like, my head's up. I'm fine. And as soon as they leave, as soon as the door closes, Tony's on the floor. Mm -hmm. She's on the floor. Mm -hmm. She's crying, but, like, fake crying, but really crying. She spent all that shit on Greg. She probably did. <laughs> I don't know. Damn. <laughs> it's Tony. She probably paid, she probably bought a bunch of shoes or some shit. I don't know. Duvets. Damn, Tony. So she's freaking out. She's like crawling on the floor and explaining all this. And Joan is just sitting there. She's not saying a word. She's looking at Tony on the floor. And Tony's crawling to her slowly um, as she's announcing what's going on with her life. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, a little bit of laughter, like, from the audience, but it's not, like, heavy. Because, like, in the TV version, when I had this, the laughter was pretty thick. Mm-hmm. On my bootleg, it's like that, too. <laughs> where, where, where'd you watch it at? You know, I, I, I have my sources. But I guess they must have ripped it from the more current ones and not the old ones. Because okay, it's like gotcha. that, too, child. So, shout out to them. Gotcha. <laughs> gang, gang. You know who you are. Um... <laughs> As soon as she reaches uh, Joan, Joan says, um, is that your coat over there? Mm. And she's like, what? Oh, Joan, don't uh, don't suggest that I sell my coat. There's no resale value in clothing. And that's when Joan gets up and goes, well, you need to take it and go. This friendship is over. Mm. I was like, when I first saw it, I was like, she, what? what? Like, for real, for real? Because, like, last time, like, you tried this and it didn't work. Like... Is this for real? Mm-hmm. But it's for real, though. Like, I draw a line, you cross it. I draw another line, you cross that. Today, you cross the last line. How dare you tell my boss my business? And she's right. 
Like, yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck Tony was thinking telling her boss that. Um, first of all, you shouldn't be telling anybody your friend's business. And secondly, especially no shit like that. He's a sex addict, bitch. You couldn't tell him the good part of the nigga. You could, you gotta tell him the sex addict <laughs> shit. <laughs> the fuck? That's how you know she tried it. <laughs> you couldn't tell him the good part. <laughs> Um, yeah, and especially Sweetelson. Like, that dude is trash. And he, of course, he's gonna go right up to Joan and be like, hey, heard about your weird boyfriend. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, why your ass always came with them bags under your ass, child. You, too, you fuck too much. <laughs> Damn. No wonder you've been walking funny lately. <laughs> I've been seeing ya. Oh, God, now it all makes sense. <laughs> Oh, shit. Fuck Sweetelson, man. And you know what? You ever have somebody that you just met or don't... Because she don't know Sweetelson like that. Uh-huh. But you ever have people just tell you, like, random stuff about their life that's just real personal? Like, you just met them or some shit? Like, All the time. But I'm not about to go, hey, guess what this bitch just told me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, you just know as an adult what to share and what not to share. I don't know. Apparently, Tony and Sweetelson does not... Yeah, it's uh, it was that's weird. So Joan's walking through the house, grabbing shit and putting it in a box. It's all Tony shit that she kept like left around the house as the the years went on. And at first, Tony don't even know what she said. Tony's like, "What did I tell your boss?" It's very cartoonish. She goes through everything that she said to Swedelson that day. Um, I told him that that you should be made full partner. I told him to um, stop looking at my breast. He said uh, we should double date. I said that you broke up with Sean. and that... Oh, wait, I know all this ain't about that. And she's like, all that because I told him Sean was a sex addict? He was always begging people to come to his meetings. It wasn't a secret. Mm-hmm. And it's really sad because Joan's not taking, Joan's not going for nothing. She's grabbing all the shit. Mm-hmm. She's walking through the house like a damn supermarket sweep. Mm-hmm. She's taking everything. <laughs> putting it in a box. She, nothing's stopping her. Joan said, get your shit and get the fuck out. Yeah, it's it's so sad because Tony's trying and um, she she says, you know, I'm tired of trying to stand up for you and tell people what's so good about you when I don't even know myself. Mm. I've always given you the benefit of the doubt, Tony. Mm, that's a word. Can I hear the church say amen? Amen. Mm-hmm. And you know what? She's like, yo, 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 how about this? We go to therapy. We write some things down. We figure this out. How about that? Can we do that? And she's like, look, 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 look. The whole run around, the whole sales pitch thing, it's not going to work this time, Tony. It's not going to work. She called that sales pitch. Mm. Joan is fat. That hurts me. Uh, I ain't do nothing to Joan and I feel it. So Joan kicks her out the house and throws all her stuff out there too. Hmm. Closes the door and walks off. This is giving me break up with her with boyfriend tease. I love it. Seems very, very dramatic and intimate. You know, it's like, get your Does shit, motherfucker. You want to be a nah, dog, I feel nigga, like Joan fetch. was too calm. <laughs> Joan was like, I don't care about you right now. Like, she wasn't like, bitch, get the fuck up out my place. Like, it was like, is that your coat? <laughs> it was very, like, quiet and calm. So, yeah, no. She should have slapped her since she slapped her in Jamaica. That would have been the, the exclamation point on the situation. But, right. True. You no, know, at least she got her out the house, got her shit out there, too. 
So for the next scene, Lynn comes home to the garage and Vosco is asleep. Mm. Bitch, what about this job you was talking about? You was going to try to get why you ain't out pounding the pavement? Mm. Why you ain't doing that? Pounding the pavement. I feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) So she yells to wake him up. She screams at him and he's like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? She's like, why aren't you out getting a job? Why aren't you out doing something? He's like, oh, you know, I was just sleeping, um, taking a nap. He's like, she's like, why is there water all over the bathroom floor? They bath, they got a bathroom in there, the garage. That's what they said. I don't know what they, how they got one in there. That doesn't make any sense to me with a garage. Oh, okay. I would think if they have a garage, that they're gonna shower in the house mm-hmm. or use a bathroom in the house, but they're living in the garage. That's what I thought, mm-hmm. but whatever. Apparently, a pipe burst in the bathroom, and Vasco didn't call um, Maya's mom. Because he didn't have the number. Mm. But Lynn informs him that she lives across the driveway. (laughs) (laughs) I guess he didn't know. And he's like, don't yell at me. I'm working on my career plan. Don't you want to hear it? She's like, no, I don't want to hear your career plan. I want you out. I want you out working, out looking for a job. So what's his career plan? He wants to make a map. Of all the famous people living in Los Angeles, Bel Air, the greater L.A. area, but it's famous black (laughs) people. You see what I'm saying? So earlier they they referred to a map where um, Lucille Ball and some other old white nigga who live next to each other. (laughs) So so he wants to make that version, but like a black version. Yeah. You know, with, with the famous, important blacks in Hollywood. Yeah. So they separate that? So they have a Hollywood map. Is it only white people on the Hollywood map? They don't put black people on the Hollywood you map? You know, I guess just like, you know, BT and MTV, it's like the people that end up on the white people map, map are probably like super, super famous. Like Will Smith or some shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was just going to say Will Smith. <laughs> I think that's the most famous black person. <laughs> I mean, no, not the most famous black person, but the most famous crossover black person. Like in Hollywood actor. Yeah. Actor-wise, yeah, I would say so. Is there anybody comparable? Ain't nobody coming for Big Will. Who? Who? He ate these niggas up for like 20 years straight. What y'all talking about? Who? Ain't nobody else, just him? Listeners, who coming for Big Will? Who? <laughs> Let us know. Not Morgan Freeman? Not quite, not quite. Because I feel like has Morgan Freeman like headlined a lot of movies? Where it's like, oh, that's a Morgan Freeman movie. We know he's in a lot of them. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Dang. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I could be wrong. There's probably somebody we're not thinking of that's just like like a Will Smith type or better. Maybe Denzel. I'm not saying Obama because white people don't like Obama. Denzel? Not, not, you know, white people do, but not like a lot of white people. <laughs> okay. Okay, I guess Will Smith is, is the black crossover person in entertainment. So he... uh he wants to make a map of the black uh, Hollywood stars. He names a few. He names um, Little Man from the Jeffersons. You know that is? Uh, no. Little Man? Who the fuck Yeah, that's is before that? my time. My, me and my parents would know that shit. Nah, I don't I know about the Little the Man from the Jeffersons. Who the fuck is Little Man? The Little Man from the I don't know. He, he says uh, Martin. Gang, gang. Let's add that to the list. And he wants to add uh, Keed Dynamite. 
which is, uh, I believe, JJ from Good Times. JJ from Good Times ain't going to be living in no Bel Air. They was ripping them <laughs> niggas off. <laughs> he might be living on Crenshaw with Maya. <laughs> is he alive? Shout out to JJ, friend to the show. But, you know. <laughs> you say friend of the show? Yo, we can't just give anybody that damn title, all right? We can't just, can't just be throwing that shit around willy-nilly, all right? You know they was ripping them niggas off back in the 70s, child. They wasn't getting... They contracts was... Woof! <laughs> Friend of the show, Jimmy Walker, from Good Times. Um, yeah, so he's trying to build this whole, you know, list of, of names of black actors. He could update that a little bit. He could add Will Smith and Morgan Freeman and... Mm-hmm. I mean, this I is know. 2000, 2001. There were a plethora of very successful black actors throughout the 90s and... Late 80s that he could have been Eddie Murphy. Somebody. Somebody. He named all these old people. The fuck? He naming niggas from the 70s. What? Yeah, like, we we don't watch that. Well, not us. I don't know. My parents watch that stuff. My parents still watch the reruns of the Jeffersons and and, uh, Good Times, so. Mm. But they're in their 50s. Ain't we lucky we got them. Good times. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and uh, what was the other one? Oh, the Jeffersons. Their theme song still hits. Mm, top five. It make you make a stank face. You make a stank <laughs> face when you get that one. But, of course, you know, Lynn thinks that idea is dumb. She tells him that. And he's like, why? What do, why would you say that? How are you going to figure out where the little man from the Jeffersons lives if you can't even remember that our landlady lives across the driveway? Some points are made. And then... <laughs> And then she goes to storm out. But before she actually leaves, she goes, you know what? You're lucky I'm only half black because if I was a full-blooded sister, your ass would be sleeping under the freeway. Mm. What's that saying about the, the, the white sisters? Oh, do I want to say what it says about the white sisters? Because, mm. uh... It was some shade thrown. Yeah, she's definitely doing a mix of the two. <laughs> <laughs> so next at work, Joan has a meeting with everybody, minus Tony, of course. Mm. It's just really weird that she does this because, I mean, I know Maya and William are already there, but Lynn is there. And I'm like, Lynn, you came in like to talk about Tony. You used your bus money. That is very important <laughs> to come in and talk about Tony. Maybe Maya. No, I'm thinking maybe she can't work with Maya since she lives at Maya's mom's house. Yeah, know. but how's she going to get back? Maya ain't come, go, leaving her job to drop oh. her off. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's weird how they set this scene up, but whatever. They're all there. And Joan announces to the rest of the crew that her and Tony are no longer friends. Mm. She's like, you know, I'm not asking you guys to, to choose a side. I know you each have your own relationships with her. Good luck with that. And if you want to, if you invite her somewhere, don't invite me. And if it's a tough choice, then choose her. You know, she's going through a lot. Mm-hmm. She's really going to need someone right now. Wow. That was mature. Yeah. I mean, Joan's like, I got, I got friends. And I got a job. I'm good. <laughs> she's the one that don't got nobody and needs, needs friends right now. That is very true. And Maya's like, listen, I'm just going to say it because ain't nobody said it yet. So you've been kicking people out your life lately, you know. Sean kick Lynn out your house all without thinking kick Tony out Mm. well bitch who's next (laughs) and she's like I'm not even gonna dignify that with an answer and then Maya's like oh y'all know what that means huh it's me (laughs) (laughs) 
Maya. Hmm. And that's the end of the scene. It's probably not going to be anybody. Who would be next? I mean, if there was anybody, it would have to be Maya. Because that's the only person she can kick out. Or can fire. Or whatever. Right? Lynn is already... She could kick anybody out of her life that she wants, doesn't want there. Lynn is already Lynn is already out of her house. Right? She already broke oh, up with yeah. Sean. And, I mean... Technically, so she can kick anyone out the house, out of her life. But like, as far as like someone who she has some type of authority over, or relationship yeah. other than being a friend, it would be Maya. So Maya's right; yeah. she was onto something. Maya, you're on thin ice. No start no. Them hair appointments won't be nothing. Oh yeah, them hair appointments about to get her fired. <laughs> So next, uh, we're at the restaurant, and Tony walks in to talk to Lynn to try to, like, you know, kind of reason with her and get some information. And she's like, can we talk? And Lynn's like, yeah, sure. And, um... Tony looking fine in this scene. I like She her. looks good the whole episode. Yeah! It's it's like it's almost like they, they did uh, extra stuff because they know, okay, this character ain't got no friends, but she's still gonna try to look good. You know what I mean? So let's make sure we... Make sure we lay that hair down real nice. Yes, that hair was laid, hunty. Mm. So, um, Tony's like, yo, so so you heard? And Len's like, yeah, we heard. We heard about it. What's going on with you and Joan? And Tony's like... What is up with Joan and her crazy-ass mood swing? Tony, I don't think it's a mood swing. Mood swings usually tend to swing back. Len, don't joke about this. It's not funny. I didn't do anything to deserve this. And Lynn looks at her like, oh, really? And she's like, okay, well, maybe I did tell her business to her boss, but she told my business about Greg, and that caused me to lose the love of my life. And I still didn't get rid of her when she did that. Okay. And Lynn's like, uh, well, you did try to beat her up and sleep with her man. Yeah, true. And she's like, "Mm mm-hmm, so I guess she done turned you against me too, huh? And Lynn's like, nah, she told me to reach out to you. It's just... I believe in karma come upeth. Damn. Mm. And then Vasco walks in and she says, speaking of, here's mine. <laughs> and uh, that's the end of that scene. Tony heads over to the law firm to try to talk to Joan, but Joan's doing that thing again. Joan's not with it. She ain't with the shits, boy. Like, you may have been able to um to sway her all those other times, but this time, Mm-mm. she's sticking to her guns. Mm-hmm. As she should. And so uh, Tony heads over to the law firm to give back Joan's house key. Isn't that crazy? She got a house key. So our theory was right. Mm -hmm. They have keys to this woman's house. Yes, they do. It's the hangout spot. She should have took the key when she went in the house to fuck Sean. Mm. That's that's when she should have took the key. Yeah. Yeah. She let her keep the key. Damn. So she's like, here's your key. I can't even give it back. She's like, give him to Maya. She's like, Maya's not at her desk. Where's She's she like, at? we'll leave them on Maya's desk. Where Maya at? I don't know. She probably had lunch at the bathroom. Who cares? Leave them on Maya's desk. Mm. Fuck out of here. So she turns to leave, and Tony's like, you know what you are? Wishy-washy. <laughs> First you want to forgive me, then you don't. Then you want to work it out, and then you don't. Wishy-washy. <laughs> and Joan's not trying to talk. She's not trying to really do anything. She's doing her... She's, like, writing something down or doing her files or something. Mm. Joan said, bitch, leave me alone. She's like, you're really going to throw away 20 years of friendship? 20? How long have 
each other since they was like eight. Nah, that's what they said. That's what they they've been saying. Nineteen or twenty. Mm. That's a long ass song. And uh, she's like, okay, because Joan ain't saying nothing to her. She's like, oh, okay. You want to play hard ass? Well, I can play hard ass better. I'm gonna give you two seconds to come to your senses, and then I'm dumping you. <laughs> that's Tony trying to switch it around, girl. <laughs> Joan been through your shit out the door. Yeah, that's a wrap for that. You ain't finna drop her. She drops you. And you trying to flip it. Uh-uh. So Joan turns around and grab a file from behind her in the cabinet. And Tony leaves. Mm. She's hurting. She's hurting. So Lynn gets home from work and she sees Vasco, like, packing. She's like, whoa, 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 what's going on? He's like, I'm going back to Jubeka. And she says, what's going on? We had lunch earlier. We were good. He's like, <laughs> he just wanted a good image of her before he left instead of the she-devil that's been yelling at him for the past four weeks. <laughs> Yo, that's fucking like, that's a con. Mm-hmm. That's a real con. Oh, you just want to have a nice lunch with me before you left? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's evil. So um, he said that he, had a, he has a job in Jamaica. He don't got one here, so he's going to go back. He says, um, why can't you be patient with me the same way your friends were patient with you? Oh, gang, gang, gang. <laughs> Some points were made. Mm. But that's the, that's the thing, right? Why does he know that? Why does he know that? Lynn probably told him. Why her. are you telling him this? Yeah. Now he just used it against you. I told y'all to stop telling these niggas all this shit. All they're going to do is flip it and use it against you. Y'all want to be all open and shit with a nigga. Good luck. That's why he ain't been doing shit. He's like, oh, Lynn know what it is. Mm-hmm. Lynn just Lynn now know? got a job. Child, she know what time it yeah. is. Yeah. I'm just going to lay right here. She know what the, what the lifestyle is. She like, I got about six months. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, bro, I was in school, though. Sure. He's like, I want to go to school. She's like, nah, 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 nah. Don't scam a scammer. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, listen, if you want to do the the map of the black movie star homes, you, you should do it. He's like, I thought you said it was st- stupid. Stupid. She's like, well, I have a whole slew of college degrees and I'm working at a restaurant busting tables. That's a self-drag. Hey, ain't no one asked her to do that. She had to say all that. <laughs> So Lynn's like, listen, you should do the map. And guess what? I can help you. I can tell you where Lenny Kravitz lives. Excuse me? <laughs> How do you know where the Kravitz live? Oh, God. Lenny and I used to, uh... Somebody show me once. <laughs> mm. And he's like, he calls her Vasco's nasty little groupie. Oh. Um... <laughs> But the way he says it is kind of gross. Lord, it's a Jesus. So Joan and William are at work. It's late. It looks late. I don't know. We can't see out the windows, but it looks late. And they're doing like, I don't know, lawyer stuff. Mm -hmm. They're doing lawyer stuff. And Joan says, William, I don't like the wording in uh, paragraph four. And he's like, well, I'm ready to go. So add a heretofore and an insofar as and put that baby to bed because I gotta go and then Joan looks at her watch and she realizes she has to pick up Tony from Pilates she's like I gotta go pick up Tony oh wait and she realizes fuck y'all not cool no more we're not friends no more oh shit I forgot you have been freed from the chains and shackles of Tony (laughs) Shell. but it didn't even seem like chains and 
jackals. She seemed excited to get up and go, oh, yeah, that's right. I got to go pick up Tony for Pilates. Yeah, she misses Tony, the child. And she starts to ugly cry. I was like, oh, my God, baby angel. Mm -hmm. She's hurting. So then she starts to cry, and William's like, okay, okay. Hey, who needs that silly old Pilates class when you can come with your old buddy William to his hip-hop aerobics class? (laughs) If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Just hold me. So she sits down and he, like, he holds her, but it's, like, awkward. It's, like, an awkward... He got his hand all, like, weird. It's weird, yeah. And she's just crying. And after a while, he's kind of like, oh, shit, now this is taking a bit of a... (laughs) of a while and I'm stuck so then he calls Maya he yells Maya's name to come in and there's no there's not much like there's no laughter Mm -mm. I mean there is laughter but it's very like very quiet when she's crying Mm -hmm. but Maya comes in and and hugs her too and William's still in there he's still stuck in there (laughs) and Maya's like that's all right let it out let it out and you know Joan really misses her friend Mm -hmm. But your friend trash, girl. She trash. Yeah. Since nine or that's eight a, years old. Wow, that's a long time. That's tough. Well, oh, man. don't forget to go and pick up your feelings. Mm-hmm. So the last scene, <laughs> Sweetelson and William are playing Bop It. And William passes it to him. And he messes it up. Sweetelson can't even hang. Yo, the worst is when you play and bop it with someone who can't hang. Mm-mm, they fucking up the rotation. We can't do well if you if you don't got the coordination or you get scared and nervous when it's just a game. Mm-hmm. But Sweetelson loses the round and William's like, please, can I go home? Mm. And Sweetelson shakes the uh, magic eight ball and I think it says no. I forgot what it says, but it ain't good news for William. So mm-hmm. they keep bopping it. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. What were your feelings on this? This is a really good episode. I love the pacing. I love that they focus on Lynn, give her some type of character development, just a little bit. Um, Yeah, I'm fucking with it. I really like the way Tracy cries. <laughs> I don't know why. It looks so real. I'm a really big fan of ugly cries when it's done well. Mm. Like... That's the mark of a great actor to me. I want to see snot. I want to see drool. I want to see you just fall apart. Mm-hmm. She's not snotty and drooly, but it looks real. Like, I like that. Because it's an autonomous motion. Like, you can't really cry on purpose. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, but you got to not force it to come up, but you got to, like, put yourself in that mindset and put yourself in that in those feelings to make sure it looks real. You can't just go, uh, no, you have to actually no, yeah, bring it all up, you know? And she does really good at that. I like it. Um, what's your oh hell yes moment? Um, I had two, but I'm only going to say one because I think this one trumped the other one. Oh, don't tell me you have two then because I'm going to be like, read them both. Um, well, okay, so the first one was joan when she sold tony about herself so the first one was joan when she sold tony about herself and there was one line in particular that i really liked that she said she goes i'm tired of explaining to people what's good about you when i'm not even sure myself can we get an amen damn 
I'm gonna get the organs. We're gonna. Let you have a church. Mm. Yeah, that deserves an organ. Mm. What was the other one? And the second one was just um, Lynn telling her nigga to get a job because he out here playing around. Yeah. mine is kind of like along the in the same scene as yours but mine is when joan says this manipulation the whole sales pitch thing it's not gonna work this time because that is tony's mo that's what tony does Mm -hmm. she tries to say a bunch of stuff to get you all like flustered so you're like oh okay i guess uh i'm tripping but Mm -hmm. you can't switch my mindset this time this time i'm i'm sure-footed yeah i'm sure footed she tries to put on her skills that she uses when she's selling people houses <laughs> mm, that's where that stems from mm. yeah because it is she was talking about oh we, we do what we do in therapy and write down a letter and blah blah, blah. nah nah we tried it i've been there with you like i've given you so many chances this is not it Mm. this is not gonna work this time i'm not changing my mind no matter what even if you come to my work and try to harass me at my work Mm. she probably made a copy of the keys anyway she probably still has the keys yeah you gotta change the fucking locks locks, girl i don't know why that many niggas got got a key to your house anyway yeah so tweets we got some tweets here Axe the mercenary says damn tony told jones boss about her relationship with sean and his sex addiction (laughs) her boss had the audacity to actually bring it up what an unprofessional jerk yeah you know it's funny though because he had just walked in on william and joan playing bop it and was like hey let's get back to work you know trying to you know crack the whip no pun intended Mm -hmm. on professionalism and then he goes and brings that up with Joan, that, that conversation, um, that topic. That is white hypocrisy. He trying to crack the whip on two black people who are having harmless fun, but you out here bringing up motherfuckers' sex lies. Like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I love how you say it like Swedelson's in the room right now. <laughs> and I am Brent86 says, in season two of Girlfriends, episode five, Bye bye Joan was way too nice on how she kicked Tony out. That heifer should have gone out of that house kicking and screaming. Mm. Yeah. But I think Tony's bigger than Joan and could have fought back. Yeah. They're both super tiny, though. So, I mean, it's a fair one to me. Oh, I was thinking height. I was thinking height. Oh. I think Tony's taller. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And Joan don't fight. Tony fight? Oh, yeah, she so. do fight. She Remember she was fighting outside the club. Yeah, you couldn't really do nothing. That's why all I was going to say all the girls should have ganged up on Tony and kicked her out of the house. <laughs> but you don't want to bring them into it, I guess. But I would have loved to see Tony being dragged out of the house because she wasn't trying to leave at first. She was trying to do the sales pitch. But that's it, guys. That's it for today's episode on Bye bye And next week, the episode is titled, Willie or Won't He? Mm. It's about William. William? He's he's willing i'll do ya i'll do ya um so that's what we're gonna be talking about and uh make sure you rate subscribe and tell a friend and write a review um apple podcasts we're on there and we're on pretty much every platform but Mm -hmm. anywhere where you can do a review or anything like that hook us up you know it helps people find us and we would love to have more listeners and make this a really nice community Mm -hmm. so uh tell everybody and make sure they know about it 
And other than that, that's it. Until next week, I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. Bye, guys. Be safe. Bye.